Welcome to the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show, created and hosted by Scott Knudsen, to explore the crossroads of horses and business. Now here's your host, Scott Knudsen. And welcome to the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show. I'm your host, Scott Knudsen. Whether you're listening to us on the radio, on our NBC affiliate out in California, KCAA, or watching our podcast on one of our many platforms, we appreciate you. Today, we have a very special show with a very special guest, and, and uh, I couldn't wait to record the show and talk to Anita again. So we have Anita Swift, and Anita is the granddaughter of the legendary John Wayne, and she's also very active in the John Wayne Cancer Foundation. Anita, thank you so much for being on the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show. Thank you so much for having me on, Scott. Happy to talk to you again. Oh, I love it. You know, I'm so glad. So we were in Dallas at an event and my wife and daughter said, hey, Scott Coomer, there's someone you have to meet. And I'm so glad they ran into you and y'all talked and, and then they introduced us. And You were having so much fun. We were in Vegas, baby. Oh, Vegas. We were in Vegas. Vegas stays in Vegas, but. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. That was a great time for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So much in y'all's booth, it was a Cowboy Christmas and it was so active. There was so much going on and, and, uh, right. Just, we had the, um, we had some of the Cowboys from the movie, the Cowboy in there. Yeah, that's the, right. The youngsters that were a little bit older. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. So what was it like, um, growing up, you know, with John Wayne as your grandfather? Wow. It was, it was pretty special. It was, yeah. uh, it was, uh, you know, he was uh, a fabulous grandfather. Um, and, uh, you know, I grew up in the San Fernando Valley in California. And um, it, it, that was a pretty special place at the time. And a, a lot of, actually, it was a, a lot of the major studios were out there. And, and at that time, they were filming a lot of cowboy movies, you know. And um, so, uh, you know, a lot of the neighbors were Clark Gable and, and uh, w one of my very best friends was uh, Alfred Hitchcock's granddaughter. Oh, wow. And uh, so when we were growing up, it was, you know, it was it was so much fun. But I thought her grandfather was, you know, way more famous than my grandfather. And he was around all the time. So, you know, he would have, we would have Sunday dinner with Alfred Hitchcock. And so, you know, oh my. when my grandfather won the Academy Award, uh, we, I was at dinner at, the, at uh, her house. And I finally knew my grandfather was hot stuff when he said, oh, be sure and say, tell your grandfather, congratulations, Anita. And... And I thought, oh, wow, my grandfather's really hot stuff, you know. <laughs> Before that, I thought, oh, you know, he's just a cowboy, you know, cowboy actor. But, you know, I loved it. It was, you know, fabulous. We got to do a lot of amazing things and got to go on set. And, um, you know, but he was a great, he was an awesome grandfather. Um I remember one of the stories you told me, and it just resonated with me because my daughter grew up on the stage. And, and would you mind sharing the story about you, at, you know, at a, at a show and what he would do? Yeah. So in the eighth grade, I was um, I played Fagin in the play Oliver. 
And so, you know, I, I said, oh, you know, if you're, if you're in town, will you come and see my play? And he did, he came for the opening night, which was, you know, so exciting for me. And, you know, every night I had to put on a beard, they, you know, put on a beard for me and everything. But the best part of the whole thing was that he every night sent me a bouquet of flowers and a telegram in, in those days, you know, most kids now wouldn't know what a telegram was, but he sent me a telegram and it said, we want you for our next movie, Louis B. Mayer, or, oh, you know, wow. Lou Wasserman, don't listen to Louis. We want you, Lou Wasserman, Universal Studios, you know? And so, you know, every night I got a bouquet of flowers from him and a, a telegram with a different studio, you know, head on, David Zanuck, you know, it was, it was, you know, for an eighth grader, it was terrific. You know? Oh my gosh. For now it would be cool. You know, I mean, just, right. I, I, just the effort it took to do that, you know, exactly. And, just the thought, you know, and the other thing that was awesome about him was he loved Christmas. Christmas was his thing. And he, he, we'd always get together for Christmas. It may not have been on Christmas because he, he oftentimes traveled with the USO, but we'd always have a Christmas party. And he loved to decorate his Christmas tree uh, himself. Uh, he, he lo and if you'd asked uh, Ethan or Marisa, it was like, oh my God, if you didn't put the tinsel on right, you know, it was, you know, he rearranged the whole thing. But, he would call all of our parents and find out what it was that we really wanted for Christmas. And it would be there under the tree. And he loved to look in catalogs and order from catalogs. And I mean, I, I just remember, you know, when I was older and stuff, he would call and say, you know, what's she studying in school? What are, you know, what's she interested in? And, I remember one year, you know, I had gone skiing one time and I had a whole ski outfit and, you know, and uh, one time I was studying photography and I had a brand new camera with all the lenses and everything. I mean, he, he was, it was always fat, something we were interested in, something new, you know, the newest thing. It was always something terrific. You know, he always made sure our Christmases were fabulous. So, you know, he was, it was fabulous. And if he had time off, we'd all get to go, you know, he'd take us out on the boat to Catalina or down to Mexico or, you know, he loved being with his family. And that's, that was, that's my memory of him. And I was, you know, 21 when he passed away. So I had lots of good memories with him. Absolutely. Wow. Those are great stories. You know, it's, it's hard for someone like me that always loved John Wayne and still do, you know, and my daughter grew up watching John Wayne to see John Wayne, you know, on a boat doing that or doing a Christmas, working on a Christmas tree, you know, but it's yeah. so, so amazing the way he loved his family. Oh yeah. And he had a ranch in Arizona and we, every Thanksgiving, they would have a, a bull sale and, um, he, he loved that too, because he would have, we would come early 
he would have it on the Saturday after Thanksgiving. And so we would go early and a few of the other major buyers and, and really his buddies, we would come in early and we would have Thanksgiving dinner there. And all the kids, he would rent the entire Casa Grande uh, ho hotel, the Francisco Grande hotel there. And all the kids, uh, all the parents and everything, we would all be there. And we'd have a big Thanksgiving dinner, he, and it was so much fun. Um, and he loved it. It was just like, you know, he had all his chickens there, you know. I love and that. He loved it. And to this day, when I see those kids, that those rancher kids, and, and uh, you know, today I run into them at, at uh, events and stuff, and it is like old home week to see them and we talk about all the trouble we got in and you know it was so much fun but he loved every minute of that it was family was a, meant a lot to him so you know it was it, you know it's just like being with your grandfather you know mm -hmm. and that's that's, that's the, you know yeah. what you what you saw was what you got really right. on screen I love that so much. Did he ever talk about, you know, the um, the surfing accident? You know, he, he was a college football player for maybe people that don't know. He played college football for USC, and there was a surfing accident. Yeah. Without a surfing accident, what would have happened? Exactly. That's how he got his movie start, because yeah. he had to pay back his Sigma Chi dues at USC. And so one of the alumni at USC got him his job at the Fox studios and he was a prop guy. And that's how he paid back his Sigma Chi dues was working on the set. And the rest is history. Raul Walsh saw him working on that set and said, Oh, he's a big, tall, handsome guy and he can talk. So when he was 23 years old, he starred in that movie, the big trail. Wow. And that was his first starring role. And that's how he got his name, John Wayne. They had to they had to come up with another name. Marion Morrison wasn't going to cut it. <laughs> no, no, they had to change that up. It's amazing though how out of an accident you never know when right? you take over in college football what's going to happen. Something and good came out of that. Absolutely, absolutely. So yeah. growing up on different sets, what was it? Can you tell us a set story? Maybe a set that you really had a good time at. Oh my God, he had a good time on every set. <laughs> I mean, listen, he learned so he he learned so much. I'll tell you a, a funny story. When um, I was at a funeral once, uh, and uh, uh, Mickey Rooney was there, and he came up to me and he said, "Hey, you know, your your dad and I were on uh, it on, in a." our first movie together. And I said, really, what movie was it? Mother McCree, he was shooing geese along and he goes, I was in the movie with him. And and I, I was laughing so hard. I was like, are you kidding me? You guys were like both extras in a movie together. And, but it was so funny because, you know, people, uh, guys he worked with, had so much fun with him. And I'll tell you, he was the first one on the set. It didn't matter, you know, 
because uh, you hear a lot of stories about, oh, yeah, he was up all night playing cards and drinking. Rah, rah, rah. But boy, he was, when it came to work, he was first one on the set, uh, you know, and and just uh, appreciated every time he got a job, you know. Uh-huh. And, he, and he treated everybody on the set from the, you know, guy moving the, the, the cables to the top star, like everybody was equal, you know? Love that. And, and I'll tell you, when we were cleaning out uh, his storage units and stuff, he still had his prop man card. He still had his union card. So, you know, it meant, you know, he knew where he started from. That's right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, we we had a lot of. I mean, we got to go on the set. We but when we went on the set, he told us, "You better be, you know, it, when the minute they say quiet on the set, you better not move, because if you move and they have to, you know, get mad at you, you know, you just cost a lot of money, you know." So we were always like, "Er, mice." Oh my goodness! But he took it so serious because I, you know. Because look what it did for the family, and it allowed the the, the big Christmases and the, the family time exactly, together. Exactly, exactly. I mean, you know, he he was always the first one to give a uh, autograph. If anybody asked him for an autograph, he would give an autograph, and and you know, people would come up to him while he was eating and everything else. And one time, my my aunt Melinda said to him, "Hey, do you want me to?" You know, I'll, I can I can tell the mater D to you know tell him not to come up during. And he looked at my aunt and he said, um, "Who do you think is paying for the steak that you're eating? You know, these people are the reason that we're here eating." <laughs> so I love that. Oh my goodness! You know, he, knew, he knew, and and people were very respectful, and you know, it, it wasn't crazy times. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Days. I love that. So what was your favorite John Wayne movie, or can you name one? I can't name one, but I'll tell you that my top three. Okay. My top three are The Cowboys. I loved that movie because I just loved those boys. I didn't like the fact that he got killed in the movie, but I loved that the boys, you know, took over and and did everything that they were supposed to. Um, I loved... The searchers, because mm-hmm. uh, it was uh, he he loved history, and that was so historical that movie you could watch it you know from when you're very lit from very young to old and see so much so many different parts of it that are historical right um and then um I love the quiet man. Yeah. That's such a great movie with um, Maureen O'Hara. I mean, They're what a so great love story. So good together. Yeah, they are. And I mean, she is the female John Wayne, if you ask me. Yeah, she could, she could play opposite him and, and hold oh. her ground well. Yeah. She wasn't yeah. going to be bullied by him at no, all. No, no, not at all. Oh, I can't yeah, believe it. What a cast of characters in that movie, too. You oh. know? It's just incredible. Well, you can watch them over and over again, and you see something new every single time. True, true, true. 
Yeah. And you can watch them over and over again with your kids, with your grandkids. Absolutely. And there's nothing you're really going to have to be embarrassed about, you know? Well, he, he was so tough, you know, but he carried himself in such a classy way. And I yes. think that's such, it's so good to see. And I mean, like I said, my daughter grew up watching, I think her favorite one she ever watched was Honda. And, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, when she was a kid. Her. Yeah, I told her, I said, okay, I'm going to teach you to swim today. She not like John Wayne, Daddy. Not like John Wayne. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was great. Oh, it's fun. Well, it's going so fast, I'm having to watch the clock. So we're going to come right back from our quick break and talk more with Anita Swift and talk more a little bit about the American experience in Fort Worth and, and uh, so many more John Wayne stories. We'll be right back after these uh, quick timeouts. Scott will be right back with more. Hi, I'm Scott Knudsen, host of the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show. Heard on KCAA, Fridays, 3 p.m. Pacific. I'd like to talk to you about something I'm very passionate about. Those that know me know I love my coffee. In the morning, afternoon, and even late in the evening, I enjoy a good cup of coffee almost any time of the day. Now, my team at the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show has been working for several months on creating and introducing our own brand of coffee. We wanted to make sure that we got it just right. We don't want to put our name on anything unless we're 100% certain that it's the best product available, and we've finally done it. We have created a wonderful line of coffees, 13 fantastic flavors offered in whole bean, ground, and K-cups, any way you like to brew your coffee. Now, each of our coffees carries our brand, the very same brand that we put on our horses, our trailers, and our chaps. So you know that this is a quality product. And we only use 100% Arabica beans, the very best beans available. Just listen to some of these wonderful blends and flavors. Jamaican Me Crazy, Honduran San Marcos, Chocolate Cherry Amaretto, Breakfast Blend, and my very favorite, Haley's Blend. A coffee so good, we named it after my daughter. You can order these coffees today by going online to javacowboy.com. That's javacowboy.com. And if you order today, you can get an extra 10% off your final purchase just by entering the promo code COWBOY on checkout. Remember, that's promo code COWBOY for an extra 10% off. Just go to javacowboy.com to order your coffee today. There's a new attraction in the historic Fort Worth Stockyards, and it's already drawing crowds. The John Wayne American Experience. A trip to Fort Worth and historic stockyards will not be complete without spending time with a true American legend and hero. John Wayne defined the values of the West, being a cowboy and a great American for over 50 years through his movies and film direction. Be sure to make his tribute your first stop when in Fort Worth. When you do look around, you never know who you might meet when you're there. The intention was to capture the, the, the professional life, the public life, and the personal life of my father. My brother had so much to do with the design, the creativity, and I think he really, really did end up capturing those sentiments. I think that's something strongly felt there. I have very strong emotional feelings about it. I think that's what the museum should do. Reserve your tickets now online at johnwayne.com. the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show. I'm your host, Scott Knutson, here with Anita Swift, and uh, I just can't stop smiling. I'm just, uh, first off, I just enjoy Anita's company, and we're talking about John Wayne, so two wonderful things. So, Anita, thanks for being on the show. My pleasure. Well, let's talk a little bit about the American experience in Fort Worth, Texas, and uh, 
I know we're taking a trip up there. I can't wait to go. And, and uh, would you mind talking a little bit about it? Sure. So um, I think the best thing to tell you is how we got there. Um, yes. We, um, when uh, my uncle Michael, who was um, in charge of John Wayne uh, Enterprises, its image and likeness, which we used to fund the John Wayne Cancer Foundation, um, that uh, when he passed away about, whew, gosh, 12 years ago, um, or yeah, about 12 years ago, um, my uncle Ethan took over and he realized there were about 20 containers that he didn't know. He, and none of us knew what was in these containers. And wow. so he started going through them and realized that there were containers filled with memorabilia. And so uh, he, he, first thing he did was go through them, find out what was in them. And then uh, we categorized what was in them and decide, and knew that they needed to be out. <laughs> the things that we had needed to be somewhere. And we, we had one kind of uh, on the road exhibit that we put in Nashville. We thought maybe that would be a good place to have it. And then we decided and we partnered with the Gaylord and we thought maybe we'd bring it to Dallas to the Gaylord. And, and then we decided um, uh, we did it at the South point during NFR the year before the COVID hit. And it was a hit at NFR. That was, we knew, we knew those were our people. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we were approached by so many people, but Patrick Gotch is the one who really, from the Cowboy yeah. Channel, uh, said, you need, you need to bring this baby to the stockyards. They're redoing everything down there in Fort Worth. And that is the place you need to be. So we have a 10,000 square foot spot in the stockyards, 8,000 square feet of it is the exhibit and 2,000 square feet is our brick and mortar retail store. Now, we moved every bit of our memorabilia out to Fort Worth and um, we put uh, part of it into this 8,000 square feet. Wow. And there is a lot more in a warehouse somewhere oh my in goodness. the Fort Worth area that we move the objects in and out of. And it, it's been <laughs> unbelievable. The, um, the traffic that we've gotten through there. Um, People love it. People have been back multiple times to see the exhibit. Um, we also have uh, our John Hamilton photo collection there. Um, John Hamilton was the photographer that was on set from the searchers on. Um, and so there's some amazing photographs there um, that he took. Uh, we have so, I mean, it's been. I love that. 
And the retail store is uh, stock and supply. Well, here I have yeah, a John Wayne stock and supply. Stock and supply. Look at that cool hat. That's just there you go. They, 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 you go. They, I saved it. I'm not, I didn't even wear it. I just love it so much. But <laughs> but I think it's neat. Yeah, I think it's so great. And people can go to johnwayne.com, can't they, and see more information? Yeah, they tickets. Um, you can find out our hours. Um I think we're open every day, but Christmas and, and Thanksgiving and snow days, which you guys have had. It happens. Ice it days. Happens. <laughs> it happens in Texas. I can't believe it. Oh, man. So what's one, of the, um, what's one of your most unique items that you you see there? What's one of your funnest well, items? You can, see, you can see his wardrobe from, um, oh, wow. from his movies. You can see his station wagon. His special station wagon that he had made with a, he has like a pop top on it because uh, his normal station wagon, he couldn't wear his hat in. And this station wagon, he can. I love it. Uh, you can see his Oscar. We have his Oscar there. And several of his, um, his Congressional Medal of Honor is there. And his um, Presidential Medal of Honor is there. Uh, let's see, what else would you, lots, oh, he has, we have lots of correspondence from presidents. Um, there's an en entire hat wall there. Very cool. <laughs> there's a wooden replica of his, uh, of the wild goose, his, uh, wow. minesweeper boat that, uh, he loved to go on. Um. There's lots of stuff in there. I mean, you will spend a lot of time in there. Uh, I love it. You know, I was reading. research, and I didn't know he was nominated for a Grammy for his original. Yes, he, he won it. Yeah, he won a Grammy. Oh, he won it. See, I just saw now. I didn't know. That's great. Yeah. So I didn't know he, he won, won a Grammy. Yes. For, for America, Why Lover. And, That's it. And that album, those poems were written by um, John Mitchum. Robert Mitchum's brother. Wow. Is so that yeah, yeah, he that yeah. So well, just I mean, it's, it's it a say. wonderful, it's a wonderful little, uh, wonderful big experience. In fact, we we're adding four thousand more square feet to it. I love that. So yeah, love that. no, it's it's going to be great. Um, and uh, we in. Conjunction with that, we've had a couple of um, we've had Chris Mitchum come down, um, and um, Ethan and Patrick. We had a little um, kind of a question and answer deal for Big Jake, the anniversary of Big Jake. Love that. And last year we had the Cowboys. All the kids come, and um, for the anniversary of the Cowboys, fiftieth anniversary of the Cowboys. Um, so we have little panels, um, and this year we're going to do a thing for the quiet man, uh, March 18th. Awesome. Um, so we have, we try to do something every year and then every May 26th on his birthday, because the state of Texas has made it John Wayne day. Absolutely. Um, right. Everybody thinks he was born in Texas. So should have been. <laughs> they've made him a favorite son because, of course, he did love the story of the Alamo. Right. Um, right. And so 
you know, we have a John Wayne Day in the stockyards and we have um, fun activities for your whole family. And uh, Patrick and Ethan and Marisa and I are all there. Um, and we try to get most of our family to come. So it's it. a fun day for us. And we have lots of fun activities for um, bring your family down. Heck yeah, we, we're going to come up for sure. Good, 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 yeah. good. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. So, do you with the excess um, memorabilia you have in the other storage rooms? Do you rotate yeah. that in sometimes, or are you yeah. just we do, we do. do. We, we, so we when people go once, they can see something different the next time. Yes, absolutely. Love that. Love that. Yeah. Very yeah, cool. We have interactive things, you know, you can like, we have a kiosk that has um, his, when he was on the Lucy show and, or when he was on Dick Cavett or Phil Donahue, or um, even today, you know, how all the, there's a lot of singers that have songs about John Wayne. So right. we have, have those on this kiosk that you could press. Very so it's, it's a lot of fun. Heck yeah, that's awesome. If you're a John Wayne fan, it's a, a must-see. And in there, also, we have this one wall of all the movies he was in and the parts he played. Oh my and it's, it's interesting to look at because even though he starred in The Big Trail, there's about 25 movies before he ever starred in another one. There's like, you know, he played a corpse in one, you know. It's like, do you think you're a star in Hollywood? Nah, you still have to be a corpse or two before. I guess, you know, that's why he kept his le union cards, you know, because he, you know, he just always remembered. when you were going to be moving props again. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So it, so have y'all had any, like, do, um, other actors or or sons of actors that maybe were, was in a movie with John Wayne, do they ever show up and just kind of want to walk through and, Oh, just, we've had, well, we've had Rebus come through. Um, Kevin Costner came through. Uh, we've had a, quite a few. Travis Tritt. We've had quite a few of the singers from Billy Bob's. They come through before they are performing. Makes sense. It's so close. Yeah. Right. It's right down the street. And then when Taylor Sheridan was um, filming all of his. Uh, 1883 up the street a lot of those guys came through just to check it out Very and cool. you know we've had um buck taylor's come through and uh dean smith uh who That's acted cool. with him it, it just it, it really helps the stockyards be complete though because it's such a cool place you know oh. all the different from billy bobs to having the rodeo there every weekend uh, to, oh to, yeah, and uh, you know the, drove, the hotel drovers all fancy now, and the um, and the restaurants uh, with the swinging doors and the brick streets and oh my it's gosh, it's really a neat environment. It is, and they have totally um, done all the um, you know t uh, they've got a, a lot of music. They're having a huge music festival March second through the sixth. Mm. And Marisa and I will be at the experience um, on the third signing books or, and then we also are having a, a bourbon and tequila tasting that day. Wow. Wow. So 
Yeah. And it's really cool. And, and Patrick Gotch has RFD, which has a studio there, and Cowboy Channel yes. is there. So it's yeah. all combined right in Fort Worth. So it's just such a neat place. And Oh, it is. And it's, I mean, I'm telling you, there's something going on there all there really the time. Got it's a Western movement. Yeah. Yeah. It absolutely is. And for sure, y'all fit in just 100%, right? Well, oh. let's, tell, let's find out another story. Um, what okay. is one actor that maybe came over to the house that um, sure. you, you just looked up and was shocked to see in your house? Well, Maureen O'Hara <laughs> came over all the time. I mean, she, she was, she, she, <laughs> she was there all the time, like baptisms and uh, birthday parties. She was there all the time. Um, Ward Bond, of course, was there all the time. Uh, Bruce Cabot was another regular. Um, the McClaglands. Uh, Andrew McClaglin is was Victor McClaglin's son, and they were uh, very good friends. Um, uh, they were around all the time. I mean, uh, the um, uh, Roman Gabriel and Merlin Olson when they were doing um, the Undefeated, right. they were all those football guys were around all the time. Oh my goodness. What, what was it like just to be walk, walking through the living room and then you see Maureen O'Hara just walking in the house? Did you oh act different or did you act the same or? Did how, we, how, we were starstruck. I mean, we were starstruck, but she was fabulous. I mean, she was like normal, you know, Aunt Maureen. I mean, she was great. She oh was so goodness. sweet. Um, the other, oh God, I had a huge crush on Jim Hutton. Okay. Uh, and he was in uh, Green Berets and Hellfighters. And uh, he was, they, they were at Universal's filming some part of it. And I was with Mary McClaglin, who was Andrew McClaglin, who was direct, Andrew McClaglin was directing. And so he said, yeah, you guys can come on set tonight. So Mary McClaglin and I were on set and we were, delivering coffee to Jim Hutton and Catherine Ross all night. And Jim Hutton finally turned it to us and said, if I have one more cup of coffee, I'm never going to go to sleep again. You girls have to come up with some other thing to deliver to me. You know, <laughs> he was the sweetest man on earth and Catherine Ross darling. In fact, I ran into her at an um, event at the National Cowboy and Western Heritage Museum. And I said, oh, my God, you know, she's so tiny. She's a teeny tiny. She's like wow. five foot one or something. And I'm five, seven. And she, I said, oh, my gosh, I, you know, I just thought you were, I mean, I still think you're out. You're, you're absolutely beautiful still. And you're, you know, just thought you were so terrific. And she goes, oh, my gosh, thank you so much, you know. You little kids on the set were so sweet and, you know, darling. And, and, she, and she was just so kind and sweet, you know. Isn't that amazing? Still is. Still yeah. is, you know. Just wonderful. Just and, wonderful. And another gal that was is, is so nice to this day is Kim Darby. Really? Who, you know, played Maddie in True Grit. 
Mm-hmm. And she said, you know, she said, oh my gosh, your, your grandfather was so nice to me. And so she goes, I was so nervous. And so, you know, it was my first big movie and everything. And, and he was so nice to me. <laughs> she goes, I was afraid of him. So afraid of him. And then he turned out to be the nicest thing. So. Isn't that amazing? You know. I mean, it's so sweet to say, but for her, she did such a great job in that movie, surrounded by so many incredible actors. Amazing. I mean, yeah. Dennis Hopper, you know, <laughs> wow. Just amazing. I'll tell, you what, I'll tell you a funny story of my, my mom's. It, it's a story about on my mom. So my uncle Patrick was doing Mr. Roberts. And his friend, Nick Adams, was living at my grandmother's house at the time. And so my um, mother woke up at, at my grandmother's house. And, and my uncle was, you know, young. He was like 17, 16 or 17. And in the bed next to my mother is Natalie Wood sleeping there. Because... Apparently, Nick Adams came home with Natalie Wood. My grandmother said, uh, yeah, she's she could sleep, you know, <laughs> over there. Yeah. She's not sleeping in your room. Yeah. So, you know, oh my, my mom goodness. goes, I wake up and there's Natalie Wood sleeping next to me. Oh, my God. You know, <laughs> Patrick was, you know, the same age as all these kids. Natalie Wood, you know, De- and Dennis Hopper's downstairs, you know, trying to get Natalie Wood to come downstairs. and leave with her with you so you know my mom's like okay i wake up and there's nick you know nick who's living there you know nick's there natalie wood you know i mean how would you like to live in that era it's just amazing it's just amazing yeah it really is it really is well, we're going to take a quick break and come right back with Anita Swift. And we're going to talk about the John Wayne Foundation. But I want to say one more time, then go to johnwayne.com to find out more information about the American experience and to buy tickets and just see everything that's going on with John Wayne, johnwayne.com. But we'll be right back after this quick message. Thank you for listening to the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show. Scott will be right back with more. For more information on Scott Knudsen, the Cowboy Entrepreneur, Visit us online at CowboyEntrepreneur.com. Hi, I'm Scott Knudsen, host of the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show. Heard on KCAA, Fridays, 3 p.m. Pacific. I'd like to talk to you about something I'm very passionate about. Those that know me know I love my coffee. In the morning, afternoon, and even late in the evening, I enjoy a good cup of coffee almost any time of the day. Now, my team at the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show has been working for several months on creating and introducing our own brand of coffee. We wanted to make sure that we got it just right. We don't want to put our name on anything unless we're 100% certain that it's the best product available, and we've finally done it. We have created a wonderful line of coffees, 13 fantastic flavors offered in whole bean, ground, and K-cups, any way you like to brew your coffee. Now, each of our coffees carries our brand, the very same brand that we put on our horses, our trailers, and our chaps. So you know that this is a quality product. And we only use 100% Arabica beans, the very best beans available. Just listen to some of these wonderful blends and flavors. Jamaican Me Crazy, Honduran San Marcos, Chocolate Cherry Amaretto, Breakfast Blend, and my very favorite, Haley's Blend. A coffee so good, 
We named it after my daughter. You can order these coffees today by going online to javacowboy.com. That's javacowboy.com. And if you order today, you can get an extra 10% off your final purchase just by entering the promo code COWBOY on checkout. Remember, that's promo code COWBOY for an extra 10% off. Just go to javacowboy.com to order your coffee today. I lost my father to cancer in 1979, and right before he died, he asked his family to use his name to help the doctors fight cancer. The reason we do these runs is to get people outside, to get them inspired, to take them to these magnificent landscapes where John Wayne filmed his movies. John Wayne Grit Series is a series of trail races that we have races throughout the United States, three in California and one in Texas. You can walk, you can run, you can hike, whatever you like. And we're here because we're running to fight cancer. I'm a survivor of breast cancer. My sister's a, a 20 years cancer free, so that's amazing. And um, in 2015, I also um, had a brain tumor. So um, cancerous, totally 100% cancer free now. I walked for the foundation because it's foundations like this that helped me and my family learn a lot about breast cancer. I had got a few family members that died of cancer. My sister died at age 52 from lung cancer. So out here to have a good time with my friends, run, and support the Cancer Foundation. I'm in running in honor of Clint Coulter. This was, he got us out here in 2019 and we just had to do it again in honor of him. He was our basketball coach, so we have a few of my teammates and a few of the cross country kids out here running in honor of Coach Clint. I'm so proud of the John Wayne Cancer Foundation. The GRIT series is amazing and fun. Everybody should come out. We really wanted to raise a bunch of money uh, individually and with our uh, office and uh, personal team this year, just in support of the memory of my dad. Uh, my dad had cancer and passed away in 2015. We are always big John Wayne fans and I, I'm a huge fan, so it just fit. Hello and welcome back to the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show. I'm your host, Scott Knutson, here with Anita Swift, the granddaughter of the great John Wayne. And, and now we're going to talk about the John Wayne Foundation, something I'm so passionate about. And, and you can see this on johnwayne.org if you want to look it up. Um, but they're doing so much great work. And uh, Anita, would you mind just talking a little bit about it? Sure. So when my um, grandfather was uh, diagnosed with um, his uh, stomach cancer um, about, oh, six months before he died, um, it, he was basically given a death sentence. And, um, but he told his doctors, this was the second time he was diagnosed with cancer. Right. The first time uh, he, he had lung cancer. And he, beat it. he had, he beat it. Yeah, yep. he beat it. And so, and, and when he had lung cancer, he came out and told everybody he had lung cancer, which people, uh, you know, people in the movie business didn't do that because then you didn't get insured. And uh, so, you know, that was a big no, no. And he, he kind of coined the term, the big C. Mm -hmm. So, um, but he beat it. 
And then he got, um, when he was filming the shootist, he, he had a heart, uh, he had to have his, uh, heart valve replaced. And then kind of about, oh, a year after that, he just couldn't, um, eat anything. And they found this bizarre kind of weird stomach cancer. So he told the doctors, you know, use me as a guinea pig, try out something, you know, if I'm going to die, you, you might as well try something. So he basically spent the last part of his life as a, a guinea pig, um, which, you know, was probably the bravest thing you could do. <laughs> um, and so, pardon? Just like he lived his life. Just it, it was lived. really, yeah. <laughs> it was really, he's, you know, such a, he, he's a hero to us for sure. <laughs> At that a point, lot, it was like, a lot of us, yeah. you know, um, but he also, um, gave his family that, um, we bought the rights to his image and likeness. And he said, when I'm gone, I want you to find a cure for cancer. And so since he passed away, we've been, uh, trying to do that for him. And we, so we've been using his, uh, name and his image and likeness to find a cure for cancer as uh, using uh, the John Wayne Cancer Foundation. And we have uh, trained over 170 uh, surgical oncologists, uh, which wow. is fabulous. And there's, there's one or two in every hospital near you. Uh, we're real proud about that. We've got a huge board at the end of the um, John Wayne exhibit that tells you where you can find one of those surgical oncologists. And when we first started doing that, that was a very um, a new concept because when you when you had cancer, you would just go to a regular surgeon and they would just cut out a big chunk of whatever you had. And by training these surgical oncologists, now they take out a minimal part. And so that you don't have, uh, you know, they'll take out part of your leg instead of taking the whole leg off, you know, right. uh, which is fabulous for you. Sure. Um, and we, so we have the John Wayne Cancer Fellowship Program. Uh, we have, uh, we'll have one at Texas Tech. Uh, we'll have two two surgeons at Texas Tech that we support, and then we have at UCI Medical Center out here in California. We'll have two, um, and then we have um, educated over five hundred thousand um, young people through school and uh, junior lifeguard programs and camps about um, skin cancer because mostly through the Southwest uh, because that's where we find a lot of melanoma. Mm -hmm. And so we have educated those kids and they've learned about early detection and we're amazed at how many of those kids have told their parents to go in and get that mole checked. <laughs> so, I love that, that yeah. the family just carrying right. on the 
it, it's just so so it's, incredible. That's another reason why I'm so glad my wife and daughter uh, introduced us. You know, because um, it's just so important. Um, yeah. You know, I, I, if they go to johnwayne.org, they can see some cool videos and things about the half a million kids. And and, and absolutely, and absolutely. And we're actually we're looking for interns right now. So if if you're a, a 18 years old and you are looking for a summer internship. Go online, wow. apply for the job. It's a great job. It's a lot of fun, and and you know we we need you. So, um, it's a what, fun. What would they do? So what would an intern do? You would go. You would first of all learn um, all about uh, skin cancer detection, and you would uh, be learning how to teach these kids in these different programs. You'd go from Florida um, all along the coast. Uh, mm -hmm. to these different states and you would be teaching these different programs. Um, and it's a lot program. of fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I love that program. That's so cool. And you'll have a lot of other fun events. I was watching and I love following y'all on Facebook and social media. Everybody's so active, but I thought the run for the grid. Yeah. Series was so cool. We have the grid series, which is yeah. a, a series of runs. There's five runs um, and we're starting March 24th. Fifth is our first run, and they're in places where my grandfather filmed movies. So cool. So our, our first one is in Lone Pine, California. I, I mean, in sorry, in Pioneer Town, which is in Joshua Tree. Uh, you run through Joshua Tree, and it's March 25th. It's a half marathon and a 10K, and it's gorgeous out there and a lot of fun. We always have great music. We have, you have great giveaways. Um, the next one is in Newport Coast, which is actually where he lived. Um, and that's April 22nd. We have a 50K there, a 25K, and a 5K. The next one is in Ridgeway, Colorado, and you get to run by Maddie's house where he jumped awesome. over the fence. Yeah. That's a lot of fun. The next one is real. The next two are my favorites. Lone Pine, California, which is in the Alabama Hills, where they filmed a ton of Westerns and Gunga Din and uh, tons of old uh, movies. Uh, Lone Pine, California, Alabama Hills. That's a half marathon and a 10K. It's just probably one of the most beautiful ones. And if you go on, on johnwayne.org, you can see the, the um, videos so of those two. Yeah, it's so cool. And then the last one, yeah, it's just, they're gorgeous. Yeah. Um, Fort Worth, uh, November 11th, so much fun. And that's just a 5K and it's flat. It's great. <laughs> that's so cool that people can yeah. run where they filmed and, and uh, it just keeps it going, you know, and it's it's just, you oh know, for gosh, everyone yes. a horse where John Wayne made a movie, they can go run, you know, yeah. and it's. Exactly. It's beautiful. Yeah. And you have another event. I think it's really cool to paddle up. Oh yeah, we have a paddle. We have a, a pickleball. Yo, pickleball. Yeah, that's neat. Yeah, pickleball. we have a pickleball tournament uh, out in California, April fourteenth and fifteenth. Pickleball. It's a very cool thing. Now we do. We do have a paddle. We have a paddle that we do too. Mm -hmm. um, uh, to to Catalina. Wow. Oh, that'd be beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's beautiful. Yeah. 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 So another yeah. One I think a lot of people would love is uh, shop with a cause. 
oh, if you, you can, you know, I don't know about you, but I sure use Amazon a lot. <laughs> and oh. if you designate us as your, uh, on the smile, uh, Amazon smile. That's, that's how they can go. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. See, that's awesome. So yeah. Easy. That's easy. <laughs> that everybody can participate in. Yeah. I love Unless that. My husband's. <laughs> grin. <laughs> I the foundation, you know? That's right. It's going yeah. to be <laughs> well, I love it. And I please, I encourage everyone that watches the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show or listens to us on the radio to uh, go to johnwayne.org and look at the foundation and be a supporter and, and just get involved. See the, the different programs that we, um, and different uh, doctors that we do support, uh, the different fellows that we have supported and their research programs. And we got We've done a lot at MD Anderson. We've got a lot of our doctors are at MD Anderson. And then we also have a lot at um, uh, University of Texas Southwest. Mm. And, you know, we got a couple at Baylor too. And actually, really? Baylor has helped us with our Block the Blaze program. The, um, yeah. the, uh, um, the one that helps with the melanoma the, really? for the kids. Oh, that's, so good. that's so great. And I think the yeah. kids internship program is also just such a strong program. Yeah. You know, just to get them involved at a young age and, and fighting this deal oh. and being a partner. Sure. And it, you know, it, it it's interesting because they do get, they, when they, so when they, we give them a hat um, and some sunscreen uh, when they, and, and a card that shows the different kinds of, you know, spots they should be looking for uh, when we, when we do the program. So they, they, they have to wear their hat and, you know, and you know, the men, they always think that they're, they're okay when they're wearing those golf hats and stuff, but their ears is where they, their ears and their neck guys. <laughs> yeah, well, and the know, other thing is ranchers that make their living outside, you know, and I know them. Absolutely. And, and my family Absolutely. and outside of my family, dear friends that just make their living on horseback or at the barn or, right. ranch, you know, right. and, and it's just part of it. And it's good to be aware of it. And back in the day, you weren't, you know, so yeah. what you're doing is great work for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So johnwayne.org and johnwayne.com for, for the, for the American experience and information. everything. And it's both, both sides are fun. What about social media? Where can people just follow? Follow everything you do, like on Instagram, uh, John Wayne official, and uh, John Wayne. Love it, love and it. Facebook can, and all over. And we're on everything. Yeah, <laughs> I love we're it. on YouTube. Oh, we and we have a um, uh, grit grit cast. We have a um podcast now. Do you that Ethan does? Really? Yes. Oh, wonderful! And what's it called? Yeah. It's called the Gritcast. The Gritcast. Um, Apple and Spotify. Wonderful. Wonderful. Yes. Well, we have time for YouTube also. YouTube. Uh, we have, yeah, we have a YouTube channel too. So great. I love that y'all are just carrying the legacy for not only John Wayne fans like myself and so many others, but all the great work that comes with it. You know, you're letting, besides the, the, 
the Fort Worth, the stockyards, but the cancer research and just everything that you're doing is just amazing. And we still have time for another story. Um, let's let's share one more story for everyone. Would you want to talk about John Ford or maybe an actor or maybe a movie set? We could talk about John Ford. We let's do it. Been, yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, John Ford was uh, just a huge mentor and father figure to my grandfather. Um, he, it, you know, if it wasn't for him, uh, I don't think my, I mean, my grandfather learned so much from him. And um, uh, I think his love of history and his love of the West definitely uh, grew, uh, with, uh, because of John Ford. And I think, um, I know he, he thought of him as his, uh, as a second father. Um, in in fact, when he died, uh, he, he, he cried. (laughs) Um, that was probably the second time I've seen him cry. Really? First, first time was when his brother cried. Second time was John Ford. Wow. Well, whenever they would make a movie together, it was just so iconic. The way it was shot and the way it was put together. And you just knew it was going to be a great one. And those are some of our favorite ones for our family to watch. Yeah. I mean, John Ford was a stickler for uh, historic uh Uh, things had to be absolutely right. Mm-hmm. And if you look at the stage stagecoach, uh, you can see uh, Frederick Remington pictures and scenes from stagecoach being, I mean, they, they're identical. And, um, it, it, and John Hamilton pictures showing them in Monument Valley. Mm-hmm are crazy. I mean, the fact that he got all that crew up to Monument Valley to shoot those movies, it's its unbelievable. Because, you know, in those days, it was the train that got you there. And there, it wasn't, you didn't have giant planes that got you there like they right. do now. Well, don't you think the history part, oh my goodness, I'm watching the time. I hate to wrap up, but don't you think the history part, John Wayne loved it too, because what in the movies, he would explain, like he would be shooting at a bush and say the Choya, or he named it when the farrier was working on a horse, he named the tools and he, yes. the saddle, the latigo, you know, he used the right terminology. Well, when, when he passed away, my mom uh, got most of his books. You cannot believe the amount of, history books that he had. I mean, he, he made sure that what he was saying was right. He didn't want to, you know, be made fun of later by the Cowboys or, you know, <laughs> well, you can know. I mean, right. well, you can tell. And I, I remember watching the movies with my daughter and he would name something and she would, I would say, is that right or wrong? And she'd look because she grew up in the saddle as well, you know, and, and, uh, right. riding horses and, and, uh, but it was always oh. historically accurate. Well, and believe me, all those cowboys on the set, those were cowboys, you know, so he learned from cowboys how to ride, how to shoot a gun, all that. 
It's almost like he did for the Cowboys what he did for the family. He just embraced them and wanted to do the best he could for them. Oh, absolutely. And you can just feel it and see it in the movies. And and, uh, I think that's why he's so endeared and loved today, you know, and he's one of the very few that, you know, are just a generational, uh, there's a generational relationship with him. I think so too. I think he translates well, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, he, it, he is, uh, the, you know, the little kids that come in and, and still are quoting McClintock and, and yeah. you know, they, they love him because he's, he reminds them of his dad, their dads or their grandfathers or, you know, I mean, that's, well, you know, truth and honesty and integrity. Somehow it just always surfaces to the top and stays there, you know, and that's, that's all he ever wanted was to be yeah. able to, uh, be, do, be able to be that to somebody else. You know, he, he never, he would never want to have, uh, embarrassed himself or, or his family, you know, that's, and I think that's, that's the one thing none of us want either. We never want to, we never want to show up upstairs and have him go, what the hell were you thinking? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Well, I can't (laughs) tell you how much I enjoyed this show today and and, uh, the time just went so fast and I can't wait to see you in May in Fort Worth. And I thank you so much for what you're doing and your family's doing and, and just uh, carrying on this wonderful legacy. Thank you, Scott. And I look forward to seeing you in May. All right. Sounds great. Well, thank you for being on the show and thank you everyone for watching the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show and listening to us on NBC radio, KCAA and watching our podcast. And thank you for sharing. And please don't forget to hit the subscribe button. Thank you for watching the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show. And Anita, thank you. Thank you to all the great sponsors of the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show. If you or your business is interested in being a sponsor of the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show, please call our office at 830-992-1786 or visit our website, cowboyentrepreneur.com.